two-door coupe Hopping out like Jack in the Box Nigga, I'm gon' shoot If this 30's all that I got Nigga, time's up Got my coins up, my bars up So we find them We gon' slide them and line them We swear kind of what the fuck is up, Constant State of Annoyance Podcast here again with Cooking Soul taking his music, not getting copyright restrictions. It's not like if it cares because my channel is very far. It's eons away far from being monetized but whatever dude i like bringing good music i want to put music on the podcast i like sharing music dude people don't share music with me anymore i haven't shared music with people either i'm i'm, I'm all alone i'm here in the middle of nowhere but that's cooking soul that's the schoolboy q num num juice cooking soul remix i fucking love that guy dude as you see i'm not an old man i'm into recent music you know I have the attitude of someone that on, that only listens to Journey, you know, that that listens to Journey and just, you know, embraces Journey as much as possible because that's when he peaked. Those were the quote unquote good old days, you know. Those are the quote unquote good old days when his hairline was there, when his dick worked, you know, when he was free, when he didn't have the bills. You know, before his kids, before having kids that he finds difficult to love, before having a wife that he finds difficult to love, Journey was the shit. Journey was his everything. That was his everything. And for my generation, people's everything could be so many things. It could be Pokemon. There's people that Pokemon was their everything, dude. Constantly pressing the A button. Being a 10-year-old that you don't actually know how to play Pokemon if you're 10. Let's be honest. You don't actually know how to play Pokemon when you're 10. You're just clicking A. You're not clicking. You're pressing. Okay, maybe I am an old man. But you're constantly pressing A, dude. Like, pressing A, what? 400 times an hour, dude, playing Pokemon? That's Pokemon. That's Pokemon. Like, what's the point of Pokemon? I, I don't even know. What's the point of Pokemon? I really don't. I really don't. You know? That wasn't my everything. I don't know. I didn't peak then. There's people that peaked by that time. You know what I mean? There's people that fucking peaked playing Pokemon, or at least how they felt emotionally. But, yeah, I, the reason I'm saying this is that I'm not an old man. I've been accused of being an old man. I've been called an old man on a lot of occasions. Not by the way I dress, although one time. One time, one time I was with this chick, and because I didn't care about, I, and, and I'm not being like, oh, look at me not caring about women. This is just, you know, this is how I felt for this woman. You know, we were hooking up, and I didn't, I, like, she didn't, I didn't want to impress her anymore. I stopped caring, you know, and that happens. That happens after you fuck for, like, the second time, you know, where you really decide if you like this person or not is after you fuck for the second time, because if then I'm like, I stop trying. I stop trying to be funny. I dress more casual around you. I just want to fuck. I just want to fuck. I don't comb, you know. I have fucking hair in between my eyebrows. I don't care, you know. And sadly, that's the case. Like, uh, like you know, your hormones will, will tell you, hey, go after this person. And you do it. 
you do the deed, you know, it's one of those off chances that you have the opportunity to, to do the deed and you do the deed and then you're like, ah, well, that was, I feel empty, you know, like you, that person wasn't, you weren't attracted, dude, you just wanted to fuck. And I think that's a very beautiful realization. That's like an adult realization. And there's people my age, 23, that haven't gotten out of that line of thought, you know, that thought pattern of like, they they, they just attack ro- romantically each and every like attracted impulse that they have inside of them. Like you, you got to, being a fucking adult is all about knowing that a crush most of the time is simply someone that you just want to fuck, dude. Like you, you stop romanticizing this person because you know what's going to happen, dude. You know what's going to happen. You ever just been stuck in a relationship because whatever, I guess I'm in a relationship, but it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel nice. And I don't like doing that. I'm not the type of person that does that, you know? And yeah, yeah, I would like fuck around and realize oh, I don't like this person as much, but you know, we could like whatever, you know, touch, you know, touch pelvises for a while until we get, you know, you get tired of me or I just stop answering your messages or like one day I just come just horribly ugly like like non-shaved pubes dude like i'm eating my boogers in front of you like this is the level of how much i care and you realize that and you're like oh man i deserve better which you do by the way you do you deserve better than me me being like "Eh, i guess whatever you know (laughs) well sometimes you don't put a lot of effort into going out with a woman and i remember one time I, i i really didn't try dude like if i'm not like, the decline comes, by the way, when I stop caring about going... When I stop caring about you, you know that. At least me. If you're ever dating me and you ever see this episode, this is a guide to George Blaha to dating me. If we ever go out and I'm not wearing matching socks, the decline started happening. The decline started happening. I stopped caring slowly. It happens, dude. And when I, and this is something that we don't talk about. Like, we follow this, like, oomph to fuck this like fucking beacon that's just constantly flashing in your brain. Boom. Boom. You know, you could just, there, there's this person that just wants, wants a round or two from you and you want a round or, and, or two from them. But you know, you do the little, you do the social thing. You know, you take them on a date, you treat them nice. You can't go full ooga ooga. Those aren't the social conventions. Those aren't the dances of our species. It isn't, dude. We're not dogs, man. We we're not dogs. We don't sniff assholes and then we fuck. Although sometimes that does that doesn't seem like a bad reality. <laughs> Just a sniff. I don't know. This smells pretty good. This smells pretty fertile. Damn, girl, you fertile as fuck. <laughs> Damn, girl, why you gotta be so? <laughs> why you gotta be so fertile? <laughs> you know, whenever you have an oops, bro. <laughs> Damn, girl, you fertile as fuck. Fertile, fertile. You gotta put a fertile filter. <laughs> That's a condom, or like one of those like mesh. What? What? You know, those little. Propeller things that women put inside them to not get pregnant. I love those things. UIDs, UDIs. You know, it, it kind of sounds like a bomb, but it's not a bomb. It, it's the bomb so women don't get pregnant. 
But yeah, I remember one time I went out with this lady and she did call me an old person by the manner I dressed that day because I had Hanes underwear on. And of course, if you're a guy and you're out with a girl that you know that you're going to go out with her. It wasn't like, you know, this wasn't in the plans. You know, I prepared and I prepared my night with this woman wearing (laughs) Hanes just old Hanes underwear. It probably had a hole in it. It was just one of those, those like stretched out waistbands, you know. I don't know how they get like that. I don't know. I Like, I'm not fat, you know, but they always, like, stretch out after a certain point. Wear and tear, bro. Well, it was one of those wear and tear Hanes underwears, dude. And she says, hey, why are you wearing grandpa undies? And I, that, that just infuriated me. Obviously, when she said that, my pants were in my ankles. So I couldn't, like, grab her head and fucking just... Just fucking knee her in the face. <laughs> She's lucky that my pants were fucking... <laughs> were shackled up by my ankles with my jeans. <laughs> oh, but I, I have been called an old guy various fucking times. Mostly by my fucking attitude, dude. And it's just something that I just need to change. And, I've been, and the thing is that I was raised around old people. You know? Old middle class people. Old middle class people are people that I don't want to say that that they didn't made it. I don't want to say that their lives were fulfilling or not, but I guess that they always had that itch that they could have done one more thing. They always had that itch, and that itch still scratches, dude. And you know they're tired. They're boomers. They fucking they're just not there anymore. You know they don't have the energy that they used to have. And, 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 and they would always, like, shake their fist at, at that fucking itch. Like, curse you, witch. Curse you, witch, to be more than what I am. You know, and never accomplishing it. I get that, dude. I get that. They would shake their fist. And that's why I would complain a lot. This is where the, constant, the name, A Constant State of Annoyance podcast came from. Because I was raised by old people. This, I'm, I'm trying to analyze where I came from. Because I'm an anomaly, and I know that. I know that. And... I don't know. I picked up a lot of bad old habits. I picked up a lot of good old ha- old people habits. You know, like I listened to a couple of wise old people. Thank God for that. Thank God for fucking tripping over a wise old person or two. Because there's a lot of dumb old people, dude. There's a lot of dumb, bald, wrinkly fucks out there, dude. A lot of them, you know. A lot of them. It's this weird thing, man, where everyone's like, respect your elders. But I only worked in, like, a tribe setting. There's, like, two old people. They hold all the knowledge, you know. They are essentially, like, the cloud. You know, if it wasn't for these old people, like, you in this tribe, in this, like, Uga Booga tribe or whatever the fuck, in this Indian tribe, they, this, is, this is the only source of knowledge. Old people were the internet. But the internet took old people down and knocked them down, dude, you know? Now we could fucking Google anything. I don't need to act. I don't need, I, I don't need to ask an old person. I don't need to, like, rub their feet, you know, pet their boils or whatever the fuck it is that, you know, old people have you do while they talk to you, you know? Like, I thank God for computers. Now I don't have to, like, look for some, like, distortioned, view of the past you know like at least knowledge isn't passed down from generation 
to generation, but like slightly dis- distorted by the by the people who held that information in their minds. Like, thank God, you know. At least we have quote unquote objective, you know, truth on the internet. Quote unquote. Because sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. But I've always been called an old person, you know. So I did pick up that wisdom. I did pick up, you know, the underwear style. But everyone has those like old hanks, right? Or is it just old people? I don't know, man. I used to dress like an old person. I remember this. I I would always wear long socks, you know. Until I realized that all the cool kids didn't wear long socks. That didn't wear ankle-high socks. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I need to figure something out. I remember I would be so embarrassed about this. You know? And the, and ankle-high socks look ridiculous. Like, let's... They look so weird, dude. They look so weird. It, that's gross. And I remember I would, like, fold it inward to make it kind of, like, ankle-high. It was so weird, dude. Like, like the fucking, the insecurities I used to have, you know, socks. <laughs> my world used to be so small. But my point being, Jesus, I keep on going on these tangents. I remember I've been called old a bunch of times. I'm grumpy as fuck, dude. I'm so fucking grumpy. You know, I've also been called an old man, mostly because of my of my attitude, also because of my erectile dysfunction, my erectile dysfunction. No. <laughs> By the way, that's one great heckle. Like if I was a chick, if I was an evil chick without a consciousness, if there's an evil woman or a guy, a gay dude, gay people could do this too. Gay dudes could do this. If you're an evil gay person or an evil chick, and you know you're someone that's having a little like erectile dysfunction problems call him grandpa call him gramps you know like it can't get hard you fucking lift his soft dick with your finger with your index finger like oh cheer up grandpa you look at it you know this his soft cock you go oh cheer up grandpa while lifting it with your fucking finger (laughs) (laughs) and I don't. I didn't understand. The, I don't. I don't know why I hit that button. I don't know. I just felt like I needed a fucking. Oh wait, I know. It's a gay bomb, baby. That's the button I should have pressed one more time. I've been wanting to unveil this one. I love this fucking soundbite. It's a gay bomb, baby. It's perfect. But you know, or or you either do that or you fucking chant at it. Do you know how hilarious, how evil and hilarious it would be? To chant at a dick that has erectile dysfunction. <laughs> you know? Like, boner. Boner. You could do it. Boner. Boner. Come on, come on. Boner. 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 <laughs> you know, you're just like screaming in a motel room boner over and over again. You know, trying to cheer it up. Well, you need some motivation, little buddy. <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Man, I don't want to be old. I don't want to be old, but I have a lot of old attitudes, you know. I'm angry. I'm grumpy. People call me grandpa all the time when I'm complaining. I complain about young people a lot. It's insane. Like, it needs to stop. I'm 23. Like, I am young people, you know. 
I need to enjoy this age because it's going to leave. And I don't even know where I don't even know, man. I just need to learn how to enjoy the moment more and stop being a Mr. Grumpy Pants. Swear to God, dude. You know, stop fucking wearing my overalls, shaking my fist at kids. Get off my lawn. Like, I don't know what I've been doing, man, all this time. I really need a change of attitude, man. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, please, someone chant at a, at a erectile dysfunctioning penis. That would be hilarious, dude. Like a little pep rally, dude. You, you, you get out the pom-poms. You, you cheer for it. <laughs> you know, all that pressure on the person wanting to get a boner. I've had that. I've had that. I've had that where I'm like, but it happens always after I come the first time. Because this is my sexual tactic. I want more people. We need to talk about this, man. Because I do. The problem with having a penis, I think, and fucking me is that you want to fuck. But sometimes, like, it's depending your masturbational habits, I think. And also, like, if you watch porn or not. But I rem- like I remember there was a time where I just strictly didn't jerk off. Now I would jerk off, like, maybe once a week. And I'm always deeply ashamed of it. I don't like doing it that much. I like, I like you know, I bought... I've talked about this over and over again, but I've but I've bought the semen retention lie. It may be a lie, but it's just it's that placebo that fucking gets me through the day. It makes me feel good, makes me feel with more energy, and maybe there is an effect to it. You know, I feel more focused, I work more, I'm more creative. But again, I'm so downed for the you know, for the small percentage or big percentage that, you know, semen retention is just a dumb placebo for men, you know? But when you, the problem with doing semen retention, the problem with doing no fap is that when you do get down and dirty, it, it takes a couple of like crank starts to get your dick back, back and in, 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 in operational, dude. Like I remember this one time, can't believe I'm going to say this on the podcast. I remember this one time, dude. I was on the beach. I've never had sex on the beach. Never fucked on the beach. And which, by the way, I mean, sure, I'm going to tell this story. And, and, you know, this is why I think fucking on the beach is overrated. But and it's not because I couldn't perform. And that that's the story. But I think fucking on the beach is overrated because there's no lumbar support. It's kind of uncomfortable. It's just your sand everywhere, you know, sand and water. Like, sex is a wet activity. <laughs> it's a pelvically wet activity. And with sand, it's just, oh, man. It's just too much, dude. You always wake up the other day with sand in your butthole, dude, but, like, deep in your butthole. Like, you discover that sand when you're taking your first shit of the day, you know, where you're, like, wiping in and you feel some crusties. Some like hard particles and you fucking dig it out. You dig it out with a wet wipe with three wet wipes. You, you need the density of three wet wipes to clean out the amount of sand that you got for fucking in the beach. That's why I don't like fucking in the beach, dude. It's overrated. It's okay. Sex on the beach. Like whatever, man. Whatever. Get a bed. There's no better sex than bed sex. Literally no better sex than bed sex. You know, hammock sex. Must be a fucking mess, dude. <laughs> yeah, now, man. Hammock sex. I, I think... These were, I talked about Indians earlier. And in Puerto Rico, before the Spaniards invaded, 
there used to be an indigenous group called Dainos, and I'm and I think they had hammocks back then. I think, but I wonder what positions they would fuck in because they would have to like fuck on the ground, but they wouldn't fuck in a hammock. I doubt it, dude. They probably fucked maybe on all fours, if you could find like a cushion for your knees. Maybe, I don't know. They slightly bent them over. But, dude, like, I'm so glad for beds, man. Beds and set. It's just, it, it's, it's, dude, the bed's so, such an amazing invention, dude. Like, it's not like a bunch of hay. It's a, it's an actual bed, springs, co- it's, it's gorgeous, dude. You know? It's, it's one of those things that I don't appreciate enough in life. You see, I'm trying to be more positive, more up. Beat, you know, I don't want to be a. I don't. I, I. I have the attitude of an AARP member, and it's annoying. That's my point. <laughs> I've been called Gramps. Oh wait, I was talking about. I forgot. I was talking about this one time. I was on the beach. Oh, and it's at night. The ocean is just nice and smooth. Just waves crashing. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful Puerto Rican night at the beach. It's me and this chick. We're all alone. I found a spot, dude. I found a spot. You know? I feel local as fuck because I know a spot. And it's probably the spot that everyone goes to. So it's not (laughs) not that special. It's not that unique. And we go there. We talk. We have a few drinks. We're at the spot. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I make my move. And I was in a dry... Was I in a dry... I wasn't in a dry... Was I in a dry spell? I don't remember. I don't think so. I was in a dry spell. That's what happened. I was in this dry spell. And we're on the beach. And just, you know... When you're on a dry spell, it's just... It's so weird. It takes a while for your dick to accustom. And since I, and since I was into nofap, you know, my balls were just full, dude. Just looking for any excuse to just, you know, unload that batch in my balls and just make a fresh one. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Like, it was no vacancy in my balls. So, like... The whole tell of spermisoids, which is my testicles, was looking for any excuse to just throw them all out, dude. And and literally, I made my move. We started making out. Boom. Creamed, bro. I was creamed. Wipeout. Total wipeout. The touch, the simple touch of a woman made me cream myself. You know? This was a long time ago. This is a fucking... I, I can't believe I forgot about this. And... I remember, and I hit it. I didn't say, oh, I came. Dude, I put a straight face on. I put a straight face. Like, I kept on making out, dude. My dick felt like a stepped on Twinkie. You know when you step on a Twinkie inside the bag, the cream's just like everywhere? That's what it felt like. That's what my fucking penis felt like. Like a stepped on Twinkie in the bag attached to my pelvis. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I, I don't know I, I kept on We kept on making out I was hoping Because women like Again Each and every woman's different But with the women I've been with A lot of them like A lot of foreplay 
and I don't mind foreplay. I don't mind making out for a while. So I'm like, okay, I have some time to recover. My fucking dick is completely wet with like a two-month-old batch of semen. <laughs> you know, like refined semen, two-month-old. And I, I'm like, I don't know, how do I stop this to clean? Like, what do I, what's the move? And while we're making out, while I'm still figuring out the scenario, while I'm still figuring out what the fuck I'm going to do, she says, fuck me. And I'm like... I just I just busted the first load I've ever busted in two months right here right now. I my dick is just stunned. It's literally stunned. Like it went soft. It was like ears are ringing. <laughs> you know, doesn't know what's going on. In a daze, I feel a little woozy. You know. It, it was it was an intense experience, and she says, fuck me, and I'm like, ah, uh, I just went, like, I, I went to eat her out, and I did that, I did a poor job, because again, I'm trying to, like, recollect myself, I'm trying to pick up the pieces of, like, post-coming, you know, and there's cream in my pants, and she says, fuck me, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know how I can do this, I don't know what I'm going to do, dude, I put on a fucking straight face, I, I ate her out, she said, fuck me again, I tried, I literally, I, I literally went, look, I don't feel comfortable, I can't get hard, that was my excuse, that's the excuse you give, guys, if you're ever in this pathetic situation, <laughs> I'm a pathetic premature ejaculator, <laughs> I'm sorry I like you too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it sucks. And I remember, dude, and I powered through it. Um, I just couldn't get hard on the beach because I just, I came so hard <laughs> in my pants that I couldn't get hard. Thank God she had an apartment. We went to her apartment and we did the deed. But Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Premature ejaculation is so annoying. And that's how I fuck. I don't know you guys, but I like, I come like the first load and the first load could last. I could come immediately. Most of the times I won't. I'll come like maybe three minutes. And on a good day, I dare say seven to ten minutes on a good day, the first load. But that's like on a good day. But after the first load's done, you know, and my dick gets back up like Rocky, it's ready to go, dude. It's Rocky solid. It's ready to go. But I need that first load out of my balls to be able to perform well, you know. That's the thing about sex, at least with me. Like, I aim to please, dude. I don't care. Like, I don't know. I guess the way that I, you know, that I logically, that I logically maneuver through, you know, sex is, you know, I want to do a good job to you. So after I do a good job to you, you do a good job to me. You know, I'm not going to, I don't like asking for shit. I like seeing what you bring to the table. Like, what have you learned in this, you know, <laughs> bring it on the table. But dude, coming in your pants is so pathetic. It's the most pathetic thing ever. So embarrassing. Jesus Christ, what am I? 27 minutes in. What else did I want to talk about? Since we're on, I, I didn't plan to talk about sex. I had a whole thing here. I didn't fucking address it. Since we're talking about sex, I think human beings, the decline of our numbers is going to come. I truly believe this. The decline of human beings on this planet is going to come 
when scientists finally figure out a way to attach VR and one of those, like, you know, VR, you know, dick-pumping machines. You know, those fucking... Those fucking machines that jerk you off to the rhythm of the VR porn that you're watching. Because that technology is there, right? I think that once we figure it out, dude. Once we figure out how to connect that machine to the internet. And have multiplayer sex games, dude. Our numbers are going down, dude. Because all of us are going to be... Dude, getting fucking pumped. Getting milked, dude. <laughs> if you really think about it, and especially during quarantine, you know, that would be a total game changer. If someone could invent, and this is going to be the decline of human beings, but it's going to come. It's going to happen. It's going, I've like, it has to happen, dude. We have fucking, you know, we have sex bots, but I think sex bots are too weird because it's basically like a dead doll. It's, it doesn't have life, you know. But then we have VR porn, which is like, ooh, this looks nice. But then I remember, and we've all seen this. Most of us have seen this. These fucking videos of these fucking pumping, you know, these dick pumping machines that are synchronized with the VR experience that you're having. You know? And I think that once engineers find a way to put, to connect that Dick pumping machine. I am burning time. Go eat a bag of dicks. After they figure out how to connect that dick pumping machine to the, to the internet. And have someone on the other side of the world be able to control it. Because, you know, just a sex multiplayer game. It's like a VR game. You have the controls. But, like, you feel the stimulation of the actions that you're doing in the game, dude. You know, that's going to be literally the first, like sexual, just over-the-internet sex experience. You know what I mean? I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. We're going to be socially engineered, dude, to, to just make and reproduce less of us. I swear to God. And the fact that no one has made that during quarantine, like if they drop that during quarantine, we are all doomed. But someone has to be working on it, right? Someone has to be working on it. You know what someone has to fucking work on? Nerds. Hey, fucking nerds. Why don't you stop making surveillance equipment? Surveillance equipment that is created to watch large groups of people. Why don't you stop making surveillance equipment and enslaving us? Stop making fucking, you know, all these special ways to mine data for the government or whatever the fuck. And why don't you fucking make a fucking... Self-cleaning air fryer. For fuck's sakes. Really? Is that much to ask, dude? I mean, you literally... My phone knows my favorite color, dude. And I never told it. Your phone knows everything. Okay? Please, at least, if you're going to... If we're, if we're going to be in this modern-day prison, dude... Where we're all monitored 24-7. I want to at least have an air fryer that I don't need to scrub. Anyways, let me look for the inspirational quote of the week. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my 
week. And the inspirational quote of the week is. Youth and patience obscures the endless potential for joy that's standing right in front of you. Greg Gutfeld. And this is very true. At least for me. I am I'm a very impatient person, and that's why I fucking, you know, wag my fist at the world like, why don't I have the things that I believe that I should have yet? Like I'm an I'm an old I'm just this old wrinkly fuck inside, but I have this endless youth potential, you know? Like I I just need to be patient. Really, that's all I, I really need. Just do the work and be patient and things will come. Truly. Like really the way that I am with I, I I'm like my dick. I want my goals prematurely. But anyways, that was the inspirational quote of the week. I really hope you motherfuckers enjoyed this podcast. If you're if you're not following the podcast on social media, please follow the podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. All that information is on the episode notes. If you really enjoyed the podcast, hey, share it with a friend. That really helps out a bunch. I'm making videos. I'm making content. Check out my own Instagram, George underscore Blaha. Again, all that information is on the episode notes. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Thank you for this one. Peace the fuck out.